1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on the eve of yet another big Scotland game. Stevie Clark believes any recent criticism just shows expectations have increased and that is a good thing. Rangers COVID-5 are hit with immediate four-game bans for breaking lockdown rules and Broader Rangers are Highland League champions after the season was called with only three games played. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Roger Hanna. Yeah, and it has to be a day for the strikers. Gordon Alfredo Morelos, Premiership Player of the Month for March after a first goal against Celtic and a first title medal we've got Che Adams Ollie McBurney and Kevin Nisbet all craving the chance for a first Scotland goal against the Faroes tomorrow night as you say and a statue has been commissioned at the Etihad to honour a true Manchester City goal scoring legend Thank you Roger uh, I will be down there obviously um, to celebrate that Gold plated is it? Yeah, well we'll see I don't know it's uh, still under wraps Gordon right, okay. um, but no looking forward to Football this week uh, Obviously another important game Tomorrow night Internationally um, Stevie Clark I find surprising uh, I listened a bit Of the show last night And coming in For a bit of criticism um, I think we've got An uphill battle There's no doubt in that We've got to get Some real positive results But if we can get A good result tomorrow Build a bit of confidence Get a few goals then I'll set us on the right track, I think. Anything else doing? Roger Hanna with your newspaper hat on every day. It feels like a, a new favourite for the Celtic job emerges, purely based on social media. It was all about Roy Keane at the weekend, and now it's back to all being about Eddie Howe. Eventually we'll get an answer. Yeah, a few other names in between as well. I was noticing as soon as we heard Sergio Aguero was leaving Manchester City, I was going to give it six hours and see if he was new favourite for the Celtic job. Um, I'm not sure... There is a favourite, a proper favourite in the eyes of the Celtic board at the minute. Um, it has been strung along a lot longer than a lot of Celtic supporters would have liked. Could it still be John Kennedy? Well, we'll just have to wait and see, Gordon. Yep, big week on the international football front. I said it last night, but I'll repeat it because I mean it. If international football doesn't float your boat, well, pick up the phone and talk about something else. More than happy. To hear what is on your mind 01419511025 That said It is a big game How are you feeling ahead of it? Clearly we are big favourites How convincing does the win need to be To satisfy you? Who should play? There's bound to be a bit of Chopping and changing But how much? Who should play? And who shouldn't? Anything else you think we've missed 01419511025 And you can kick us off on this Because as the The freshest news if you like, we'll just quickly uh, look at this one to kick us off. The Rangers COVID-5 have been hit with immediate four-game bans for breaking lockdown rules. First-team trio Zungu, Patterson and Bassey, uh, plus youth team players Brian Kinnear and Dapo Mabudi, all charged with flouting lockdown regulations last month, as you will remember. Um, they were fined by Rangers at the time. They had a hearing on Thursday, and perhaps quite surprisingly, the, the outcome wasn't announced till today. So they were each given a six match ban, including two games suspended until the end of the season. What do you make of it, Roger Hanna? Um, not much different from what I thought. I, th- I think the bar was set at seven games for George Edmondson and Jordan Jones at the tail end of last year, Gordon. I expected something in the region of seven games. So six games doesn't really surprise me. Um, it will be a harsh lesson for the five Rangers players. They will miss a good deal of football, including, you know, Dapo Mabudi is 
you know, out at Queen of the South, big games coming up. I think Brian Kinnear was at in big games coming up, as well as the lads at, at Rangers, big games coming up in the Scottish Cup. So they will have to set these games out. And after the episode with Jones and Edmondson, and after this episode, I am quite sure you will not see a third episode involving Rangers players. Yeah, what are your thoughts out there on the phones? Is that the right punishment or not? 01419511025, let us know right now. Um, Gordon, is this a case of just taking this one on the chin? I think Rangers clearly acknowledged there was wrongdoing. The players have been mm-hmm. fine, so... Yeah, it's, it's been dealt with, Gordon. Uh, the punishment's been set. What I can understand is, you know, the meeting Thursday and then we have to wait today. today. But Roger's right, the punishment uh, will not be... I think fines for players nowadays, yes, okay, you pay your money up front. But you look at coming to an important part of the season, Scottish Cup, you know, Patterson in there right back, you know, try to get more games under his belt. There's talk about Scottish international call-up for him. People want him in the, the international squad and then all of a sudden he's missing four games. So they are punishment in that. Yeah, I mean, Roger... The fact that the league is already won That's where the frustration will come for, for these players But they've done wrong They'll need to take the punishment Zungu, Bassi This might have been the time where they were going to get games This might have been the time when Zungu was going to try and Win over Rangers and convince everyone That, that he's worth keeping for next season So as Gordon says that That's kind of where the punishment lies isn't it? Yeah very much so And I think Bungani Zungu is perhaps running out of time To convince Rangers he's worth a deal for next season um, Nathan Patterson he really will be full of regret because with James Tavernier's injury, this really was a chance for him to get a long run of games in the team, um, as well as well as the league games between now and, and the end of the season. Very important Scottish Cup tie starting Sunday night against Cove Rangers, and as we've, we've said it before, it's a sprint this season. Scottish Cup. Stephen Gerrard's already said he's putting a great deal of importance on the Scottish Cup now that the league is over. He wants the double. He would have wanted Nathan Patterson to play a big part in that. Uh, yeah, I mean, understandably, or, or maybe not, Roger, there's bound to be, I anticipate on the phones, well, why why is this a different, slightly different ban from Jones and Edmondson, and why was theirs different from whoever else, and we, we sort of compare them, is that, can can you figure out why, does it matter? I don't know, listen, without, without hearing the evidence that was laid in the hearing itself, you don't know what mitigating circumstances were put on behalf of the players, you don't know... The differences between the, you know, you don't know what the police have said, you don't know what the club have said, you don't know what you know mitigation the players have offered. Um, so with, without getting that sort of detail, you don't know why Edmondson Jones had seven games, these lads had six games. It, it's impossible to say. If there is an upside to this, Gordon, as far as the players are concerned, four matches do the arithmetic. That means they will be available to take part in Trophy Day when it comes around Rangers' last home game of the season. Yeah, but they're still missing four games, and I think that there's a few players in there. Like, say, Bassi's still to prove he's selling. He would have been probably given an opportunity. That won't happen. Patterson's made his way in, and everybody's talking about how good and talking about international call ups. That won't happen. You know, Zungu's the one that's trying to impress. Um, I don't think he's any chance of getting a deal at Rangers. I could be totally wrong. So there are punishments in there, but I think a few people will phone tonight. And then we'll go back to the first initial punishment with seven games. I think that the second offence, this one, was probably worse. Because you're sitting there, you've watched this picture, you've been in part of it, and you've still mm-hmm. went out and broken the rules. So I'll be interested to hear what people say about it. Yeah, it's qu- it is quite difficult, Roger. Mark Wilson's a big one for this. I will no doubt argue with him about it in the future. Of Should there just be a, you know, a blanket number? Everybody knows 
what the ban would be But as you say then Every circumstance is different The um, the, the situation in the country Is, is different for all of these So the, the, yeah. the goalposts are sort of shifting all the time Yeah and, and I, I don't think there can be a one size fits all punishment If you like Because as you say The circumstances of each of these breaches Has to be different You go back to the start of the season You look at the Aberdeen 8 You had the volleyball and golly incident as well So it's, I think it's quite right That these tribunals These SFA hearings They have to listen to the evidence they have to listen to the mitigating circumstances, and only then can they come to what is a you know a fair sanction, if you like. Yeah, don't forget you can have your say in two ways, two main ways: oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones. You can tweet us as well over there at Clyde SSB. I said two main ways, as if there are others. I mean, there might be, but I just don't really can't can't really think. Don't turn up, whatever you do, socially. Don't don't take offence to something Gordon DL said and come and chat that window. Let's bring in Brian. <laughs> In Pollock can see what he's got. Hi, Brian. Hi, how you doing? Not bad. What's uh, your take on Well, what caught my ear there was Roger stating with quite a lot of confidence that he didn't think there would be any more breaches after the second one. But I don't know where that confidence comes from because we've already seen plenty more breaches that just weren't punished. I was only really speaking because, you know, having listened to Stephen Gerrard after the second breach... Um, you, you often hear managers say you, you know, If you tell a player something once and, and they don't do it Then you tell them a second time And if you tell them a second time And they, they do it again Or don't do it again Then that's where the problems arise And I think it, it, you know, he left the squad in, in no doubt as to what would happen If there was a third breach As we said earlier on Brian I, mean, I, I think this is probably going to cost Bongani Zungu any chance of an extended Rangers career um, you don't know how it'll affect the way that the other young players are considered within the football club. But, you know, the way that the players had to apologise to the fans, to their teammates, to the club in those videos in the, in the club's own streams and the way Stephen Gerrard spoke about it, I, I cannot say 100% there won't be any breaches. What I will say is, woe betide any players who are guilty of those breaches. Yeah, but I think you're missing my point here, Roger. Stephen Gerrard might have said that but after he said that he breached the guidelines himself along with all of his players Oh, did you mean the celebrations? Well, the car sharing so that he can get a nice video and then he saw the videos at five, five in a car turning up at Auchenhowie uh, See the thing about, about car sharing, Roger because we've been through this before with St Mirren the... <laughs> It's a bit of a difficult one Correct me if I'm wrong Car sharing is one of those things That's only ever going to get um, Punished if you like is, is if there's an outbreak It's not like Players aren't forbidden Under any circumstances of To get in a car with another person no. Because you might have to yeah. You might not be able to drive And you might need to get a lift yeah. The problem arises if One person in the car Has a positive case And then the rest would need to isolate And and that's when the problem arises But the the, the actual act of getting in a car With another player Isn't isn't something you would get punished for I I don't think that is looked upon In its own right as a breach Hence there was no you know, sanctions against anyone who, who was car sharing As you say, the problem arose The only time a problem has arisen this season Is the St Mirren breach earlier on And um, that was taking the, the car sharing And the fact that it was could have been spread within the car was was then viewed as because an, an evidence. because there was an outbreak and the game or there, there was players isolating which led to a game being postponed yeah, ultimately 100%. and that that's where the difference lies do you see that difference Brian 
I can, uh, I can understand that difference, but I'm not talking about two people car sharing. I'm talking about five people car sharing, leaning out of the windows for selfies with fans. No, but but again, though, ten but, and eleven coming up in a van. But that, that's that's my that's my point though. Whether whether we like it or not, that only becomes an issue. If those people have to isolate Gordon And I know that might that doesn't have to sit right with people I'm not asking people to agree with that But that that's not An immediate offence It becomes an issue yeah, if, if, if it has a knock on yeah, effect And people need to isolate Yeah and then obviously games get called off Gordon yeah. Which affects other teams Not just a team that obviously has to uh, Isolate through Obviously car sharing But the other team as well It, it, it Punishes them Because they've stuck by the rules They're ready to play And then there's a fixture problem But you're right Getting into a car As you say Is basically a risk that you're hoping Because these players are getting tested twice a week as well Clubs will advise against it To protect themselves From that situation Where everyone needs to isolate as a result But but there's times And you quite rightly said There's times where You have to cars here uh, you know, and obviously t- uh, take minimal risk by by wearing masks and sitting in the back or whatever it may be. Uh, but it's only the biggest problem is like when the St Mirren situation arose, when they obviously spread through the car and then they to isolate and games and, are called and, off. And I'm sort of touching on looking for wood to touch. I, I think since a few high profile incidents in the first half of the season. I think Scottish football in general deserves a bit of praise because there have been fewer. You know, you think early in the season of Kilmarnock. There was St Mirren, there was positive tests at Hamilton, I think there was one at Hibs, there was Clyde had games put off because of positive tests there. The, the national team, if you remember, there was no Tierney, Christie yep. or Armstrong, it was in the under-21 squad, it was in one of the youth squads as well. But I think second half of the season, there have been considerably fewer. Mm. There's been obviously things like the incident that the Rangers players today have been punished for, but in general, take away you know, isolated incidents like that, there haven't been as many second half of the season So I think clubs are, are getting to grips With the protocols And relatively so far so good With the return of League 1 and League 2 Yeah And listen we've only had yeah. You know a couple of games A full card I think in League 1 Four games League 2 tonight As well as a championship game But they're, um, they're working very hard They're spending a lot of money and we wish them well to get the season completed. Brian, thank you for taking the time tonight. That was Brian and Pollock. It's 01419511025 on the phones. You can tweet as well at Clyde SSB. It is a big week for Scotland. A triple header. The final game of that instalment against the Faroe Islands tomorrow. How are you feeling ahead of it? Are you confident? Any niggling doubts? What about Stevie Clark's comments today? We'll hear from him next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here. It's 0141-951-1025. What do you think in Scotland game tomorrow? Clearly a bit different from the last two in the sense that we are overwhelming favourites. What does that mean though? Does that bring its own pressure? Are we expected to win? Convincingly Who would you play Bound to be changes But but how many How many can you afford to make Who deserves a chance Who won you over In the last two games All the usual pre-match questions And anything else we've missed Get them in on the phones Right now Stevie Clark says He's delighted that expectations Have increased After qualifying for the Euros They do take on the Pharaohs World Cup qualifying Tomorrow night You should know the drill But in case you've forgotten It's two points from the opening Two group games I've been in this job a relatively short period of time. I know it seems like forever, but, but when you look at the, the actual games that we've played, it's been strung out over a long time. It was, I think it was nearly 10 months without international football, so it's a long time. 
we've managed to qualify for a major tournament for the first time in 23 years. And we don't want to forget that. We don't want to forget the good feeling. We, we don't want to be too, I don't want anybody to be too negative. We're certainly not negative in the camp. We, we're in a good place. Team are in a good place. Everyone understands what we're trying to achieve. And we'll try and achieve that going forward. But the, the, the increase in expectations is, is because we've done well. It's important to win tomorrow in the context of the, the World Cup qualifying group. We, we've got plenty more games to play after these, after these three. Uh, another seven in the autumn, five month time. So a lot can change in five months. So we focus only, we don't think about the Euros, we focus only on the game tomorrow. Let's bring in Peter, who is in Postle Park tonight. Hi, Peter. Hi, Gordon. Evening, Roger. Evening, Gordon. Hello. Obviously, it's, it's regarding, obviously, the game in the morning, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, we should, really should have minimum four points out of six. You know what I mean? No disrespect to the two teams we've played. We've played one enough to know their, their strengths and their weaknesses. I think there should be a few changes for the game tomorrow night. I think maybe the likes of uh, the boy Fleck, John Fleck, should be able to come in. Either maybe Kenny McLean. Be the boy in this back game. Uh, I think possibly Brian Fraser should, I think should still get, keep his place, maybe in a wide left position. <clears throat> keep the boy up front to Southampton and they're trying to maybe a couple of changes at the back. Either uh, Scott McKenna coming alongside Grant Hanley or Declan Gallagher and we've come to the left back. Mm. And I know it's admitting the captain, but there's no given law there, Gordon, that says you can't admit the captain. And obviously, like that's Roger. Is there any update in the Celtic situation? I is it a definite that they're going for a director of football, and if so, are they main inroads on it, and also the manager situation as well? All right, let's take them one at a time. The last point Peter made about Scotland: Kieran Tierney should play left back, Andy Robertson shouldn't play. Do you get away with, if that's the right phrase, do you get away with leaving Andy Robertson out tomorrow because it's the third game in a triple header? You can call it a rest. Um, you can. Take into account the fact that it's slightly weaker opposition and so on. It, it wouldn't jar the same as if you had left him out the other night, for instance. Yeah, but I don't think the manager will. No, um, I think the manager is a, to make a point. Then, yeah, I think the manager is acutely aware that there is a bit of criticism getting directed towards the captain, and I don't think the manager necessarily um, agrees with it. And I think I, I, I'm not saying I quite liked actually the second half the other night. When Robertson went back to his not what you would say is his orthodox position at left back. He's a left back. That's it. He's a left back. He's a good left back. He's a left back. Um, I don't see anything the matter with Tierney as a left centre back and a flat back four. I think Kieran Tierney is an exceptionally good player, and the fact that he's not six foot five shouldn't really go against him. Um, so I would like to see tomorrow night. I think the manager will stick with his captain. Managers tend to do that, so I would expect Robertson to play. I would expect Tierney to play But I would like to see them Play in the formation From the second half of finished with um, Gordon Peters throwing names like mm. Kevin Nisbet John Fleck Kenny McLean Is that Is that too many changes? How, how many Yeah you've got to be careful I don't need an exact number But does that sound like It would be more than you'd expect? Yeah Yeah I don't think Steve Clark will go down there I think that uh, Obviously we're firm favourites To come and win this game Go and win this game Gone, And we should have the personnel even if he makes a right few changes to win it. But he's got to make sure that he gets his best players in that position. Now, it's okay throwing names in there, but what you what, what formation do you fit them into? I'm with Roger. I think a flat back four tomorrow. I think Robertson and um, 
and Tierney in there at left centre back as well. I think we'll get the width for the two full backs. It is hard. It's, people people don't understand this. See, when you're a full back and you get moved into a wing back position, it's actually playing a different mm. position. And people don't. People say no, it's not. It's absolute absolute nonsense. But. You look at Tavernier. Does that impact your delivery, for instance, though? Because that's a lot, of, a lot of people have been tweeting in and saying, "Yeah, fine, we get that. We get yeah, that he's, his delivery. We're, we're not playing in as good a team. His delivery does that been, does that affect your ability to get the ball out your feet and, and whip, whip but, it into but, the box? But also, Gordon, you look at the you look at the formation, you look at the system, and the way I think Tierney coming out for the back has been absolutely brilliant for us. I really do. I think he's very positive at coming out there, and he can pick the passes and he can open up the play because. Everyone mm. will look at us, and they'll target our. He's one. He's a captain. He's probably, you know, he's got the best career so far from everybody sitting there just now. Champ, uh, Champions League winner, uh, English Premier League winner. You know, so they they target the strengths, and I think that leaves Tierney. I, mm. to, I totally understand what fans are saying, but I would keep Tierney in there at left centre. I'm also, I'm also not so sure we can afford to make seven or eight changes because I know people say, "Oh, it's the Faroe Islands. Mm. We'll, we'll roll them over." Faroe Islands got a draw in Moldova And took the lead in Austria yep. on Sunday night I think Stephen who's coming up next Is, is going to make a similar point So I won't let you go too much into their form um, At the moment Peter you mentioned that in your mind you, you would leave Andy Roberts And now Roger is saying he thinks the opposite He thinks he will play And Stevie Clark is, is making a point Well aware of some of the criticism he's getting What do you make of that theory? Uh, it probably will, Gordon. It's, as I say, it's no, I'm not, I've got nothing against him. It's like the two boys, it's the same two, with the two boys at the team at Support Club level, Carl McGregor and Brian Christie. On the day, they can turn things, but they're not at the best of form now. Kieran's playing relatively well in Arsenal. I'm not saying they're in the league position is not the best, but they're still doing relatively well lately, like they have been lately, and I just think. It's no a slight Andy Robertson because I mean I think he's a quality player. I just again it's all that down to uh, his leadership attributes and things like that as well. But I don't as I say it's nothing against it. But I think he's a cracking cracking fullback and his delivery's going to be good. Not everybody's got the perfect delivery game. I get that. I just feel just a wee a wee chink, just a wee bit. How you say it, Andy? Well, but no, Jaime, you're still the leader, you're still the captain, but. No, but we'll put you on the bench if, if need be you can come on but I don't I don't get this all you can because he's a captain every, every captain can either get be substituted or uh, dropped or rested whatever you like to call it I just feel it's, I'm not taking the fair lines for granted guys I'm not saying that but just I don't think there's players that it really do to have a, a crack at the whip you know what I mean like your boy Flex Stuart Armstrong again coming back in yeah. I think this guy's there they do deserve a wee chance I know he's um Stevie Clark there said we've not had an actual game for five months, but we've not won the last five games, guys either, because we're no, we're no, we're no pressing teams enough. I mean, we're waiting to the second half before we actually start to make inroads. We've showed Israel really far too much respect. I don't think I don't think the decision will be made on whether Andy Robertson's the captain, right? I don't. I, it's not a case of well, we can't drop, we can't, we're not drop him, we can't. Don't think leave, even leave him that, out of the team because he's a captain. A little bit of a part, no, no, I don't think so. Not as a manager, not as experienced manager. I don't think that'll come into. You I agree th- with that, Roger? I think it makes it harder when he's the captain. You, you, you find that with managers, um, they are less willing, shall we say, to, to leave him out. You know, leave, leave out the captain. You don't think so? No, absolutely no chance. 
Not 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 just now. Not in the modern day game. Not in the you know if you can if you can go and make decisions and leave guys like Scott Brown, your leader and your captain, out of the team for a while and stuff mm. like that. But I, there would be look, a huge reaction, wouldn't there? He's probably. The, I don't think Andy Robertson would. I think he's no, such no, a no, good no, professional. I don't mean him. I don't mean he's going to chuck the toys. And, and whether Stevie Clark cares about this or not, take take us for example. Right. The people that are watching the game, the Scotland fans. If Andy Robertson was left out of an important Scotland game, th- there would be. A big uh, yeah. reaction to that. Whereas you could leave out, you could almost leave out anyone yeah. else in the team. There wouldn't be the same and, reaction. But, but uh, not just it wouldn't be a big reaction because it's because he's the best player. No, but but, but tomorrow not. night isn't isn't a case. I think if Steve Clark makes a decision tomorrow night, right? Am I going to play Andy Robertson? I don't think he would say, "Well, we're playing the Faroe Islands. I've got to play my captain." Right? I don't think he would say that, Gordon. I think if he looks at Andy Robertson and thinks, yeah, I can go and play Tierney there, and he possibly can stick somebody else in the, the back, I don't think he will. Mm. Right? But, but I that's, don't that's think what we're saying with tomorrow is, tomorrow's easier. Well, uh, but I don't think his full decision would be he's having a real poor time, but I can't leave him out because he's our captain. Got to play th- a part though, surely. I think Steve Clark is strong enough manager to say he's not playing well enough. Yes, he's our captain. Yes, he's probably our best player. But... It's time to leave him out and try something else. Mm. I'm sorry, I do. Um, Peter makes other points about guys like John Fleck. I think he mentioned Kevin Nisbet and so on. Do you get the feeling that it, it, it might not be that experimental, Roger? And to be fair, I know John Fleck, he's, he's played He's played a few times for Scotland. Stevie Clark eventually well, does kind of turn listen, to him. It's a big squad. You know, you could, you could change them all. You could have Gordon and McLaughlin in goal. You could have Palmer one side, Taylor the other. You could have Gallagher, McKenna, Considine. You could have... Fleck and McLean You could have Christie back in Behind Nisbet and McBurney I just don't think He'll do it I, Roger I, I he's gaining He's gaining up to the Euros I don't think you just I think you keep I think you keep Going to a certain Okay it's three games And I know that you've got To rotate the squad But you don't go Seven changes And we have got Good personnel in there And good personnel On the, the, the bench But this is a good Opportunity tonight uh, Tomorrow night Hopefully mm. Get a good base out there Try the back four Give us that Because it did seem to work In the second half The other night there And try and start scoring goals Get a good victory under your belt Because we're getting into A massive tournament Shea Adams one that you Saw enough of the other night Peter that you think Yeah I want to see him again Yeah Gordon Even when he came on the other night uh, Again so uh, He does hit Lead Liner does Lead Liner about that I mean Again's obviously doing it like form Maybe like the London Dykes Is maybe not hitting mm-hmm. The best of form With Queen's Park Rangers as well And the boy Adams Is on a slight Popcorn patch With Southampton Leeds will have Lots of block And there's one At the channels Now The other night He's ball That he uh, uh, Went in with Marciano With a good uh, Link up with John McGinn yep. The boy did have the right To go for the ball You know what I mean I mean David Provence Guy's in the show The boy did have the right Because Marciano Marciano um, Fumbles it The boy's got a chance there, But it's just it's the second first full, first actual start, so you've, you've got to give the boy a chance. I'm not going to jump down the boy's throat and go on oh, he's an user and he why do we pick him? I mean, he's a goal scorer and like now Scotland's no goal natural predators. I mean, we know, again like the morning we've not getting the given right to be uh, fair around three four nothing. We've got to show up. I'm not saying make eight nine changes because again I could say the goalkeeper Davy's been brilliant here the the campaign to get us to the Euros, but maybe. You could have maybe done better with a goal on uh, Sunday night and maybe it fault for the first goal also. But I'm getting no one to slay him for that either. It's just maybe just one of these things. But I'm not saying, I know Gordon's saying, I mean, but 
we should have enough quality still in the squad yeah. that you can say, no, we made the changes, it's a fair lines at Hamden, big pitch, let's use it to our advantage, let's get Ryan Fraser in, unfortunately, like the um, E. James A. Forrest available, or another wide right play, it's a right play, I'm doing the wide right, the boy had him through the middle and start. Going for Using it the words I'm going for it Yeah Alright Peter thank you We'll have to leave it there That was Peter in Postle Park Always a pleasure Let's bring in Stephen In Dumbarton And get his take on things Hi Stephen Hi how are you doing Not bad at all Are you well Hi I'm good I'm good um, Apart from being Apart from being a Dumbarton fan uh, I'm doing alright um, <laughs> But <laughs> so lucky Jim Duffy's not on tonight Oh don't listen you've, you've had one or two calamities recently I eventually left it till the Friday night And I got the inside track on that goal you conceded last week oh, When your man. goalkeeper booted oh, it man. off the defender's back Do you, I, I don't, Let's just say Stephen I don't think Jim Duffy was uh, too happy about it No I need <laughs> I don't know who's going to blame the, the goalkeeper or the defender for no ducking but <laughs> You'll be okay the weekend Stephen because you've got that in Aberdeen They've only scored one goal in the last 10 games Oh I think, I think we're, just as, we're just as poor but uh, we've, we've got a, a Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday And that's an early kick-off so I'll get I'll go on the stream and watch that tonight um, I was just looking to make a couple of uh, points regarding like Scandinavian football and um, the Faroe Islands have only lost one in their last eight games and they, in the game they lost they took the lead against Austria who are what, in the top 30 in the world or whatever um, it kind of leads on to my second point about what are these Scandinavian countries doing so well that we aren't getting right because we're in the same sort of area geographically is their infrastructure so much better than us? Uh, are we? What have they got in place? Because I know I went on holiday to Iceland and see the, the the kids there. They've got all the facilities you could ever want. Um, the the training infrastructure there looked amazing. They're out all the time, regardless of the weather. That they, they go to school with their tracksuits and their sports gear on. So I was just wondering if it's like a psychological thing. I mean, Roger, these comparisons are always interesting because. Well, we're going to the Euros in Norway aren't For a start yep. if, you, if you want to look at some of the, the nations within that Iceland has been a great example over the last couple of years Because they went to major tournaments They did so well And naturally we were jealous and we, Oh, hold on what, what, what are they doing? We're not They're now kind of falling yeah, back Yeah, lost, lost away to Armenia I think they're only two places above us in the world rankings yeah. Um what, what do you think? It's They've Stevens never been the same since they started selling those pictures of Gordon Dale That's very true um, What do you make of Stephen's more general point? About the Faroe and the strength of the Faroe well, I mean, Yeah that and, and the, he's, the, he's wanting to know about Scandinavian comparisons um, oh, Listen it's difficult to draw comparisons Because a lot of the nations up there They play summer seasons um, they, Well that could be something yeah, That Stephen's getting know, at. A, a lot, I know we've got three plastic pitches in the Premiership But a lot more artificial surfaces up there as well um, They export a lot more players overseas than we do So I, I understand the comparison But you know There's probably people in um Radio Oslo tonight saying how come Scotland have qualified for the Euros and we haven't um, So listen, let's just enjoy going there in the summer Let's believe we can beat the Faroes tomorrow night But as Stephen says, I don't think it is a complete given that you know we beat the Faroes They've drawn with us twice in the past mm. Albeit both when they were at home um, They've probably got the strongest team in their history yeah. um, They've got a Swedish coach who has tried to instill more discipline, more professionalism, more belief in the squad um, They did take the lead in Austria the other night Albeit they didn't hold it for very long But 
Um, it shows they have got the capacity to score goals. And when they got the point last midweek in Moldova, albeit it was a very late goal that he equalised with, mm-hmm. but they had more shots in goal, they had more shots on target, they thoroughly deserved the point they got away to Moldova. And that just shows you th- they will pose a threat at times tomorrow Do night. you think it's easy to lump the so-called minnows together and assume they're all the same? So for instance, in the last couple of qualifying groups, we've played San Marino, we've played... Gibraltar yeah. And even for us No problem at all You're scoring five and yeah. six goals And it's it's shooting in To use the expression For anyone who's in any doubt The, the Pharaohs aren't at that level are no, they? They're, no, a, they're, they're a level above they, that They are a step, a step above that as, you, as you'll find out tomorrow night there, You know there will be awkward moments And and lately We haven't started well I think we've only scored once In the first half In any of our eight games you know, I think mm-hmm. that was an early Ryan Fraser goal at home to the Czechs when we won 1 0. The last seven games we haven't scored in the first half I at d- all. I do agree, Roger, and that's why I said we can't afford to go into this game tomorrow night and experiment. You know, people are thinking automatically we've got the three points. We've put ourselves under a little bit of pressure, Gordon, in the fact that I was hoping that we'd maybe have four out of six, right? Being a bit greedy, I thought four out of six would be perfect going into this game. We've got two. We have got to win this game. We have certainly got to win this game. Now, I don't think it's a case of everybody saying, well, hold on, throw Fleck in there, throw throw X, Y and Z, leave out Robertson, best player that we've got. Although his form's been poor, there's no argument with that. But I think you go and you make one or two changes to freshen it up. I think the system will change. I think the four at the back look not bad. And I think then you go with Mm. that and you go and win the game. Because the three points are so important for us to keep ourselves in this tournament. I know we've not been great, Stephen. Are we? Are we actually? Are we at that stage though where tomorrow worries you in any way? It it doesn't. The the result doesn't worry me because I think we'll still win. It's the, more the performance, and that's why I would start our strongest team. We've got. Um, I know they were saying about before uh, putting Tierney in at left back for Robertson and things like that, or right wing back, whatever system he plays, but. The thing I noticed that it's particularly against Austria, Tierney was stepping out of defence brilliantly well. The way McTominay was doing when he was in the defence and no one was picking him up. He had a free run through the middle of that park. Um, and I think Robertson was used in a slightly different way. I think he was just tucking in more and being more of a left-back rather than the left marauding wing-back that he is at Liverpool. We don't have a Sadio Mane in front of him. We've got, we've got decent players like Ryan Fraser or maybe... Christie or, or Armstrong, whoever, but they're not Sadio Mane, um, and his role is slightly different. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be dropping him for this game. I think his experience can carry some of the guys through as well. Yeah, fair point. Thank you, Stephen. Hopefully, your night is uh, as painless as can be. Hopefully, we get a good um, a, a Jim Duffy in good mood this week as well. Thank you again. That was Stephen. It's oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. It's the perfect time to call because we're going to get travel, which means you could be up next. This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here You can get in touch on the phones or on Twitter And that's exactly what a few uh, are doing Paul says Roger's going on about the Pharaohs Drawing with Moldova They just lost 8-0 to Denmark If we're worried about the game tomorrow It's time to pack in any thoughts of qualifying and um, here's one Kyle says Forget about changing our captain And our best player And focus more On changing the goalkeeper I think his credit For the Serbia save Must be beginning to run out Without a goalkeeper In good form How are you supposed to Breed confidence And clean sheets Well Stevie Clark 
was talking about there being changes tomorrow and hinted that the goalkeeping area is indeed one that may be looked at. The team that we have to expect to beat, we have to try and obviously we'll go to the game to get the points, but they're not, they're not the, the fairies that maybe they were 10, 20, 30 years ago when they first broke into the international scene. They're, they're well organised and know what they're doing. We have a good squad of players, uh, everyone that's picked for the match will be ready to play. That's as much as I can say. We understand the, the need to get the three points, so maybe a little bit less experimentation or a, le- a few less changes than, than maybe I'd make for a third match. But I can use the depth of the squad if I feel it's the right thing to do, but we have to wait and see for tomorrow. I don't like discussing team team selection the day before a game. I, I never have done, so I know what my team is. I've actually got it written down in some report. Three games in a week, it's possible to have a look at another goalkeeper. Well, quite a big hint, actually, would you say? Three games in a week It's possible to look at Another goalkeeper Well Craig Gordon for tomorrow I could, I could understand He could change it And freshen it up But Three games When he's, when a manager says Three games a week Especially when it's a goalkeeper well, A goalkeeper could probably Play every day If he was fit You know It's not a case he's, he's he's using up That much energy I know he's got to concentrate I know he's called into action Yeah they're question marks Over David Marshall Was it fault of the goal the weekend, yeah, I thought he could have done better. Uh, he's got better quality. Uh, is that enough for to leave him out tomorrow night? I'll be interested. Mm. I don't know. Steve Clark sometimes plays little games, and maybe it's just his bit of fun at the press, you know, with the fact he says three games in a week for a goalkeeper. Seriously. The thing is, Roger, this is where it becomes. You, you, well, we'll never know for sure. He might not have played tomorrow anyway. He might yeah. have, even if he'd had a blinder in the last two, it might have just been okay. Third game, Faroe Islands. Craig Gordon's more than good enough, and he would have played anyway. Ha- but now, if that happens, people might say, "Oh, he's been dropped because yeah. of the other night." Yeah, it, it, it's the, don't take this as a criticism, but I've never been able to pick a Steve Clark team. You know, in previous managers, you could. Usually have a good stab at what the team was going to be And if he didn't get 11 you'd get 10 or maybe 9 Steve Clark teams aren't like that um, He does seem to rotate a lot more He does seem to use as he described, the other depth of his squad more um, I didn't. I think I looked at a team that I thought might play against Austria last week And only get 6 or 7 of them And then there were changes for mm. the trip to Israel That I wouldn't have seen coming really So I have to hold my hands up and say I'm not sure who's going to play tomorrow night um, Whether or not it will be Craig Gordon Craig, another Craig Is on the line What's your point tonight? Uh, hi Gordon Roger Gordon um, look, listen, I listened to you know, what Steve Clark said And even the last couple of games and that, look, the, the fact is that Of course we're all positive about The fact they qualified for the Euros Everybody's looking forward to the to the summer, um, we've all got that date marked in our diary. But it doesn't mean that um, you know people won't be critical when you're not performing just now. Because yes, we managed to get two points in the last two games. I could easily have been zero because in the first half against Austria, you know, first half an hour we could easily, you know, have been too far behind them to get back into the game. The same could be said with Israel. Um, you know, we can't start playing games in the second half. We have to come out and actually start playing football in the first half. Um, and it's funny because we all know that Steve Clark teams are usually synonymous with being very well organised, being t- being tight at the back, difficult to break down. The last two games, particularly in the first half, that's not been the case. I mean, against Israel, every time in that first half they get into your half, the space they had was unbelievable. Um, and that's what people are critically because... You know, this argument, and I've heard some people say, oh, you know, we don't understand how Israel are 
you know, that far down the rankings. Well, it's simple. The only team they've beaten, I think, in the past, what, 18 months or so, is us. You know, that that's why. Because we're the only team that seem to really have problems. But, you know, and that's not to say they're a bad team, but they are a team we should be beating. So when you're going there and you've played them four games in a row, failed to beat them in 90 minutes, you're struggling every time you play them, that's... An issue because we're going to be playing far better teams in the Euros. Now let's let's put that to Roger and Gordon. Then, what have you made Roger of the level of criticism over the last couple of days, and how much of it is justified? Um, I'm, I'm not sure the level of criticism is any higher than I would have expected it to be. I think fans are disappointed. I mean, we had Clark out tweets last night, though. For instance, yeah, whether Twitter's the best barometer or no, not, I'm not I'm sure. Not, but I'm never really sure it is. But um, listen, the point about the way we start is a valid point. I'm, I, Gave you the stat earlier on One goal in the first half In our last eight games um, You're not going to win An awful lot of football matches If you start games like that Steve Clance admitted It was a very slow start in Israel They had to make changes To the system in the first half He made changes to personnel At half time um, We need to start games quicker We need to start games in the front foot We need to be more offensive From the first whistle um, I'm not sure how you do that does you know does as a coach maybe better place to to say but if if we continue with the way we play in the first half of games we'll just continually give ourselves far too much to do in the latter stages the only positive I would take out of that Roger and people are right they watch the games and we haven't started especially at the weekend there we didn't start particularly well of course we didn't sometimes you got to give a little a bit of credit to the home side I thought they played some good stuff uh, then the argument is well will it be stood off and let them play and give them too much space. The one positive I take that, that out, must be part of it, the way because as, as Craig mentions, the the space they had in the first yeah. half compared to the second, it, it looks pretty clear that it was because we did something different. Well, that's what I was going to say, Gordon. I thought the positive. Uh, I'd rather look at that side of it as Steve Clark changed it. You know, he didn't wait to had his halftime team talk and say, "Look, we need to improve." He, he recognised that we were probably still lucky to be in the game, and he changed that system. And in, in fairness to him. We were a lot more positive and better in the second half. Craig, anyone that you think is desperately needing or desperately deserving of a chance to come and show what they can do tomorrow, or anyone you think that definitely sh- shouldn't be included after the last two? Um, I think, if I'm honest with you, I think Ryan Christie. I think he should be should be dropped because you know he's come into the, the national. Um, games and it's clear that he is a player right now who's totally devout of confidence. You saw the what a chance he had against Austria and he, he fluffed his lines. Um, yes, he did as well, but he's got to score that. Um, there was a couple of times in the Israel game when it came to that final ball of passes or the things he's usually good at doing. You know, getting a good shot, we get a good ball in, and he was skying a couple, he sliced it a few, and I think it is just because he's own confidence. And I think for his benefit as much as the teams, I think he should be. I also think tomorrow we should maybe start Che Adams and Lyndon Dykes up front together because I felt when the two of them were in the park against Austria, we looked really good. We looked like we had a real attacking threat. And of course, we did take um, Dykes off, but um, or Adams went out. So I think that would be worth doing. Um, the rest of them I've not seen, you know, I don't think it'd be fair in Andy Robertson. I don't think he's been that bad. You know, I think. Like the rest of the team He's been sort of slow Off the start I felt When the ball broke back to him Instead of Although he was inside the area And I can see why he shot first I did feel he had Maybe time to switch it on His other uh, his, Was his left foot I think And get a clearer shot at goal But 
Other than that, mm. you know, the only one, as I say, I think looks like he's really struggling right now is, is Christy. All right, thank you very much. That was Craig. It takes us up nicely to this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Pressure got to the caller last night. I must say Whoa, Pressure got to him It can always happen It is very easy done But if you're out there And you think Nah Pressure won't get to me I can put these two in their place Well now is the time To pick up the phone 0141 951 1025 You have to be quick though The lines do close at 7 And your chance to beat the pundit Is coming up next Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel strapping themselves in for Beat the Pundit, as you would imagine, on the eve of a Scotland game. Most of the calls have been on that very topic. What about Steve Clark's comments today? Who should play? How much do we need a win? What's the start to the group been like? I keep saying it during this international break, though I just don't want you to feel left out because I know that not everyone likes international football. Hopefully, more of us do with a Euros round the corner. But if you're just sitting patiently saying, I wish they would talk about my team, well, pick up the phone. You have the power to change it. 01419511025. Let's do this, shall we? Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Cannot believe what I'm witnessing over on Twitter here. A multi layered shock I just got. A, twi- uh, a Twitter account has just got in touch by the name of Gordon DL's Stupendous Snout. Oh, have you not seen this okay. before? However, uh-huh. so as if that, that's, one, that's one thing, Gordon DL's Stupendous Snout is trying to cut Black Arthur's grass. No way So if Arthur If you're listening In whatever far off land You come from You're going to have a word With this guy Because Gordon DL Stupendous snout Says the Dazzlers Last five beat the pundits Four wins One loss Not bad he says Thank you very so, much The Beko But Black Arthur Black Arthur will get him Taken out No I think no I'm, I'm liking this guy one man Fit for that job Do we think The guy behind Gordon DL Stupendous snout Is the same person Behind the Mark Wilson parody account There's more than one Alarmingly of, enough Of Wilson? Yeah There's more than one Have I only got one? I don't um, know I'm not on No you've got a couple Plus the genuine one That, that follows Katie Price That we established a few weeks yeah, back On the yeah. show <laughs> uh, You still not got the the, the, the the account back for that The password Do you not fancy logging in? No Sending no, Katie no, a message no, See how she's doing no. These are gone for me Right okay Let's bring in William In Coatbridge How's it going William? How you doing Paul? Every night William Without fail Last night Prime example Caller Quite confident Then it starts And then it finishes And he goes why, that's much harder when the pressure's on. So do me a favour, just pretend it's just you and I. Nobody's listening, honest. Okay, pal. Good, right, that's it. Good advice. We'll try and keep the, the pressure down. If it's heads, William, you take on Roger Hanna. Minus one. Still minus one. Are you on to two yet? No, no just one. Absolutely um, not. And Gordon Diel, let's see what we've got. Oh, it is as well. It's heads. Roger Hanna, minus one. Oh. <laughs> Good luck, <laughs> oh, What do you mean? The rage. Oh. The disappointment. Let's Mr. Speak. Football, Mr. Hanna. Mr. Anorak. Really, yeah, but did you not hear the record out of the last five, four one victories, loss. one loss? It is difficult at this time of year when the clock's changing, the weather gets better because he needs to swap his winter anorak for a more yeah. kind of lightweight version. Exactly, and he's looking well tonight, but he's geared up for it once again. See if anybody ever plays Roger and they're thinking, what does Roger do? He sits there, his eyes closed, his arms folded, swindling. <laughs> Roger. He's very intense He's a very intense Beat the pundit Performer The eyes won't be closed tonight We've got one eye in the Or Wraith in Fairmore I should say Right anyway I'm going to give you Clyde 2 to listen to Roger 
So that you can't steal William's answers William, here is the deal We're going to put 30 seconds on the clock You just answer as many questions as you can And if you don't know it, pass quickly And we'll move on to the next one, okay? Okay Good man, 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Who's the only Motherwell player to play for Scotland this month? Uh, O'Donnell Which French team did Christopher Julian join Celtic from? Uh, PSG Which Scottish Premiership club's crest features a double-headed bird? Pass Who's got more Scotland caps, Ali McCoist or Colin Hendry? Uh, Alan McCoist What country does volleyball and golly now plays football in? Oh, Qatar Who were declared Lowland League champions recently on a points-per-game basis? Oh, Cove Rangers Okay, let's bring in Roger Hanna Roger, can you hear us? Yeah Great, same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts uh, Just Before we go, just see if you can spot which one of these questions I'm delighted Gordon DL didn't get Right, alright, okay that's, yeah. that's an extra wee quiz for you tonight okay. Right, 30 seconds starts now Who's the only Motherwell player to play for Scotland this month? Stephen O'Donnell Which French team did Christopher Julian join Celtic from? Toulouse Which Scottish Premiership club crest features a double-headed bird? Livingston Who's got more Scotland caps Ali McCoist or Colin Hendry Hendry What country does volleyball and golly now play his football in Turkey Who were declared the Lowland League champions on a points per game basis recently Kelty Hearts And which Aberdeen player has moved to Hearts on loan this week Shea Logan Lauren Robert's son Thomas plays for which team I think we got there Airdrie Okay, okay um, William I'm a bit worried about that late burst where he fitted in a few more questions than you because yeah. uh-huh. you were alright You were alright You did not too bad um, what, The only Motherwell player To play for Scotland this month Is Stephen O'Donnell You both got it um, So William stays One in front essentially Roger's minus one Christopher Julian Did join from Toulouse So Roger is level um, Did you spot the question That I'm glad Gordon Deal didn't get I didn't actually Oh to behave yourself Which club crest Features a double headed bird Oh uh-huh. Right That, that okay, was the yeah, one sorry. For the avoidance <laughs> of sorry, doubt yeah. uh, It was St Johnson so Oh of course yeah. Gordon Deal's new favourite team um, <laughs> Who's got more Scotland caps Ali McCoyst or Colin Hendry Well done William It is Ali McCoyst He's got oh. 10 more <laughs> 61 to 51 in what, in what country does Bolly Bolingoli now play his football and it is Turkey I'm afraid yeah. William so he's got it back yeah. and uh, and then do you know what he just went on a run that's the beauty of being quicker yeah. Kelty yeah. Shea Logan and Airdrie you were you were right in there till the death and in a, a strong a strong finish I'm afraid not good enough tonight hard lines ok thank you well done Good Look at that Nice friendly game See it's never the same when you play It's oh, always no. it's bitter when you play Oh William would have got stuck off Exactly Bitter He actually bottled it at the end Just watching Wraith attack that end Where Dan scored his famous overhead kick In Starks Park You wouldn't have done it on the Astro though that, Never the, the hip replacement would have been in 25 years I, earlier Absolutely no chance in AstroTurf No That's not for me Some manufacturer of AstroTurf Is going to contact the show complaining That I've just Misrepresented it's safety capacity I'm sorry if you're listening Mr Astro I'm sure it's fine Well I'm, I'm an enormous fan of it I'm an enormous fan If he's listening Are you? Get a garden redone Oh have you? No Or are you just want a freebie Like Gordon <laughs> DL He took his freebie To a new level at the weekend And I'm, I'm, I'm not even going there I'm not going there I actually won't do it can, Because can, it annoys me Can we keep it for Thursday night? Yeah we'll see what we can do on that right. uh, He's taking the bait as well Black Arthur Quick as a flash He says back He's got. He's attached a wee gif Of uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Saying back up Back up Mind your business So he's um, Yeah he's 
He's taking it. He's taking the bait. Blair Campbell says, "I'm not hundred percent sure. Did I see the dazzler out on the bike this morning? No, no, I was in the golf course. <laughs> You're trying to tell me you've got a lookalike? Um, no chance. I, I've, well, I was. I was in the golf course this morning. Blair was in Motherwell and he saw a guy on a bike with a body warmer, and he thought, "Who wears a body warmer and woolly hat cycling? It must be the dazzler, but definitely not you. Not golf course. Have we? Are we any closer to knowing where Black Arthur may be located? No, just somewhere exotic. Have, have, I think have, he's. Have we ruled out Australia? Oh, um, no because I, I had a bulletin from Australia over the weekend A fr- friend of Daz and mine Remember John Baird? Great oh, Wraith yeah. Rover striker Yeah, yeah Won his first cup in Australia at the weekend Mandura City won a cup final 1-0 at the weekend And he, he was asking for a shout out Listens to the show record, Listens to it on the I was going to say podcast Podcast the right word for these things Gordon <laughs> Why not? And yes. he bumped into Black Arthur is that what you're going to tell no, us? No, 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 no But I just wonder no, That was just Roger's tenuous way Of getting the shout out in Exactly I can see through it ah, He loves wee That's John Baird Invite, Invites him to his table Every year For the sports writer Nobody this year Obviously won't be this year but No, you'll get two puddings This year if he's not coming uh, Well, I'm sitting beside Two puddings every year <laughs> On the phones At Clyde SSB On Twitter uh, Let's bring in Andy Who's a Celtic fan In Royston Hi Andy Gordon, how are you this evening? Um, how are you doing, all right? I'm okay, mate, I'm okay. Good. Hey, first, first of all, hey, I wish Scotland all the very best tomorrow. I really couldn't understand the doom and gloom I was hearing for some people phoning the programme hmm. over the last few days. I, I, seriously, I, I sometimes scratch my head. I, I think we're in a good place. I believe we go 3-5-2 tomorrow, win the game, and then just look to see what happens hey, with, the, with the other matches getting played. Yeah. We'll be at least second tomorrow night, you know. it's Or even better if... if if there's a draw in the other game We're sitting well So listen I just wanted to get that yeah. in well, I think you're forward. right I mean, It's interesting times When a lot of the opinions Were making Hugh Keevans Look optimistic And that's when you know There's a bit of a There's a bit of a crisis out there When Hugh was coming across Like the, the, the glass half full Springing his step type That's when you know mm. The criticisms Is getting somewhere Gordon I'm a, I'm a bit with Andy here well, I've been a bit greedy On Thursday night I'm thinking right If we can get four points Gordon But you're looking at Orsia was a difficult game I think we'll admit that And we didn't play particularly well first half Same with Israel You're away from home Now people keep saying Well we've played them four times Should know how to beat them I mean but we should still do better Shouldn't we? Yeah, There's yeah, room for that Yeah but I, I take into consideration We're away from home So if we win tomorrow night um, Yeah it'll be, it'll be a difficult task There's no doubt in that But I still believe You know with a little bit of luck we're still not a bad position What do we want to happen in Austria then? Do we want Denmark to win in Austria And Denmark to streak away Probably w- With the group Yeah I would take that Roger And yeah. then we just fight take it out with chance. Austria and Israel For second place And Tw- take our chances again in a playoff 21 points is your target there isn't it? You keep your eye on that Keep your eye on how we are for 21 points For getting a playoff Anyway Andy we've hijacked that a little bit I know you had another point that was my main point was really. I was just thinking about uh, a lot of people obviously earlier in the month were saying the season's finished, but I'm just thinking now that the Scottish Cup has actually became reinvigorated. The Scotland game's out the road tomorrow night, and then we've got, uh, in terms of the big clubs, sorry, Celtic, for my club, but uh, the Scotland game's out the road tomorrow night. We've then got a run in the Scottish Cup, the final on the 22nd of May, dare I say it, some of the pubs are home, <laughs> which is great. But more importantly for me, I think. It's an opportunity for Scott Brown to go in a high. Um, I think uh, if Celtic needed, and they shouldn't, because they're professionals, but if they needed a, a reason to have a go at this Scottish Cup, then the guy who's been the leader for the last 10 or 11 years is sitting there, and if that doesn't give him a reason, I don't know what will. I think also that Scott Brown, and I don't know, Roger will know this obviously, but I think Scott Brown's sitting 
equal amount of honours with Billy McNeil. So an opportunity for him to become the most decorated player in Scottish football. Roger may correct me oh, on that. No, I don't know. I think he's, he's 22 senior yeah, 22. medals in the 10 league titles, 6 Scottish Cup, 6 League Cup. I'm not actually sure where that stands in a sort of... I think he's only 22 as well. Well, listen, there you are. If, uh, right. what, what more motivation would you need? But I think it gives Celtic for me. I'll just, for, I'm sorry for hogging about it. I think uh, I for me, and I, I know this is going to sound a, a wee bit... Uh, like I did get Rangers, but it's no. I, I general don't mean that. I think for us, it's an opportunity for us to be Celtic. It's an opportunity for us to to go out there if we can win it. It's an opportunity to say, look, we've no way anywhere. We've had a bad season, mm. but we're still we're still the guys that you need to reckon with. So I'm looking forward to the Scottish Cup. Just wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, but yeah, I think Billy McNeil does nine leagues, seven Scottish Cup, six. Yeah, twenty-two. I think, Gordon. Mm. Just just for accuracy purposes. What do, you make, of, what do you make of Andy's point there think, about well, the importance look, now of the cup? Forget Scott Brown. Yeah, I think if you're a Celtic fan and you're in that Celtic dressing room, a part of Celtic Football Club, you would love nothing better to win the cup. And Scott Brown got there and left it as a, a farewell. Of course you would. There's no doubt in that. But I think it's all about trying to salvage something from a real disappointing season. John Kennedy, now I know there are a lot of people out there say no, he's not going to be the manager, but winning the Scottish Cup could put him right in the mix as well, keep him in at Celtic Football Club. So it's very important, but it's important for all other clubs have, as well. Have, 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 we, have we ruled out Celtic appointing somebody before the Scottish Cup's finished? I think so, Roger, because I think I, I, I think if you're talking about guys like Eddie Howe, you'll know better than me, right? Roy Keane, for instance. These guys are available mm. just now. I think Eddie Howe, is he not... Branded about Newcastle now this morning. I'm sure I read in the papers, one of the papers, Sun newspaper, Roger. Um, I hope it's in there. Um, but you know, if these guys are available, mm. what what is the stumbling block? Yeah. So it may be that they're waiting for somebody but for the end of the season. I know Gordon thinks that it's the same, everybody wants to win the cup, and that's no change. But quite like Andy's take on it, Roger, because cups take on different level of, of priority depending on, on what's happened elsewhere. So if you're going for a treble. The, the Cups are extra important And maybe similarly If you haven't won the league And you're looking to lay down some sort of marker A Celtic may well be they, they then take on an extra significance as well Well it's 11 years since Celtic finished a season Without any silverware yeah. So that will be a, a collective motivation For the players at the club I think But the chance to win a double Will be motivation for Rangers Stephen Gerrard's already said as much um, I think Stephen Glass needs a bit of motivation Coming in as Aberdeen manager You know, What would that say for the future of Aberdeen if Stephen Glass could win a Scottish Cup a month after taking over the job um, so there are, there are plenty of teams with plenty of motivation in this competition and it's going to be really really exciting it's unique it's never happened before we're going to have a real sprint at this Scottish Cup from the third round which is the last 32 at the weekend right through to the final Yeah Andy what do you make of the, the managerial front as, as Roger and Gordon are are explaining. I think it's a very good point in terms of uh, Roy Keane and, and the boy Howe if, if they're available why not I'm in probably a minority in terms of the, the Roy Keane situation I would take him in a heartbeat uh, I think uh, for a number of reasons firstly I like the guy but also uh, which is more importantly I think he's a leader and I think he, I've got a, again I don't know why I rabble on but uh, if Roy Keane comes in and brought in a couple of people say he's, I don't like the word but a dinosaur but if he brings in a couple of top coaches with him and they leave him to that side, I think. Mm-hmm. And he takes care of takes care of the players, the any backlash. Dare I say it? The media, you know. I, I just I just feel that he, he might well be 
a good fit for Celtic just now because anybody else is a gamble. And you look, Brendan Rodgers hadn't won a title before he came to Celtic. Neither had, I think the only, I think, I think uh, Ronnie Delia since 2000, even before that, when he was maybe the only manager that's came to Celtic mm. having won a title. So see all this stuff about a uh, new player. Again, I'll give you an example. Martinez, seven years ago when Martinez went to Swansea, if you linked to be Celtic at that time, people would have said, you don't know what you're talking about. So, really, I, I don't know. I would take, I'd take Roy Keane. That was a, a long way of answering that. What, what makes you think that you're in the minority then? And why do you know. think that is? Well, there, there's, well, there's all the experts on social media, aren't there? That they wouldn't touch him. I, I think the guy, he, he's got enough standing in the game. The people, again, Gordon, uh, Roger, I don't know if Gordon would, but Roger certainly will, again, might correct me. But my understanding is, when he was at Old Sunderland, he actually won the championship. Yeah, he did. Following yeah. year at Ipswich, he left because things weren't working out. So he's then been at he's he's, he's he managed he played under Brian Clough, Alec Ferguson. He's coached Martin under he's coached under Martin O'Neill for a number of you years. Know, you know, not just with the Republic of Ireland, but at club sides as well. Martin O'Neill has very much backed him for the job. He believes he gets a. You know, a bad crack, if you like, in terms of the word you used there, Andy. People seem to see him as a dinosaur. Um, but well, I know, I know, what Andy's saying in terms of you know, well, not every manager's won leagues and so on. But but there is a difference between Brendan Rodgers having not won a league. I mean, he came second not so long before, and Roy yeah. Keane not having managed in ten years. That's still different, is it not? Of course, it's different. Yeah, absolutely, it's different. But you look at all the candidates for the Celtic job, and. Is it an outstanding one, Gordon? I, I, I don't think there is. So Celtic, Dermot Desmond and the people at the club are going to have to make their minds up who they want. OK, thank you, Andy. Some interesting points, Andy and Royston. 01419511025. Got a good full-time teaser for you. John Smith. Get your pen and paper out. We'll give you the question next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL jumping for joy in the Clyde One studio. His beloved Wraith Rovers have gone one up against Dunfermline in that bit of a derby. That one, 17 minutes on the clock. Wraith won Dunfermline. No, good goal as well, Gordon. Terrific goal. Great build up play. John McGlynn's been known for that, playing some good football, Wraith uh, Rovers. Uh, Did you get that type of service, Reagan Hendry? Yeah, on the receiving end, I've lovely got, finish. I've got to admit, I'm good quality players around about me. Uh, I just used to finish everything off. I took all the glory, but that's a great start for Wraith. Yeah, very, very good team goal. Um, it's, it's actually it's been 17, 18 minutes gone. It's been a very open, entertaining derby game so far. The Fermlin trying to be a bit more offensive. They threw away a two-goal lead at Dundee on Saturday night, lost the game 3-2. They've got Hearts mm. going to East End Park on Saturday. Um, and, and really, this is a six-pointer in terms of a promotion playoff place. One of these teams could be coming up against a, a Kilmarnock or a Hamilton or a Ross County next month. May I should say Yeah don't forget We've got League 1 And League 2 action as well tonight Full card I think is it No four games in League 2 Full card in League 1 And a full card in League 1 As they try and catch up They've got a hectic schedule um, At the moment Right here's your teaser Mm. Tonight Mikey Burns has sent in So thank you to Mikey If you're listening out there You think you've got the knowledge You think you could come up with A a wee question That would catch the pundits out We would love to have it Full time at Clyde1.com That's the address you need Can you name the 10 Scottish goalkeepers to have played in the English Premier League. A very simple question. Can you name 10, the 10 Scottish goalkeepers to have played in the English Premier League? Uh, did Andy Gorham do it with Manchester United? Yes, twice. Right, okay. During the 
2000-2001 season Gordon? Yep The flying does No I'm running um, David Marshall David Marshall Yes Cardiff and Hull uh, McLaughlin No Alright we'll leave it there Because you've made oh, good progress unlucky. To kick us off Let's see if you can come up With the answers on Twitter as well Can you name the 10 Scottish goalkeepers To have played In the English Premier League Craig Gordon David Marshall And Andy Gorham Craig Gordon going to play For Scotland tomorrow then Yes Is it, was that, Did we agree on that earlier or? There was a bit of a hint From the Scotland manager but did you but agree though mm, No I think he'll stick with Marshall Seriously Yeah I think I just it was just the Roger. fact. I think Gordon will play. Yeah, I was just the fact that he says th- uh, three games in a week for a goalkeeper. I thought it was a bit you thought he was being sarcastic. Yeah, I, I think Stevie mm. Clapp's got that in him. Okay, we'll find could out. be wrong. Listen, I wouldn't bother if any of them. I think we've got mm. three good goalkeepers. Uh, by the way, you've heard it on beat the pundit. What did you make of the fact that the Lowland League and the Highland League have they've called they've declared their champions? Brora Rangers have played three times and have been named as the winners of the Highland League. Uh, Kelty situation a bit different They've played more than that But still An early end Not going to be able to resume the season And Kelty and Brora will now hope That they get to go <laughs> forward And take part in the playoffs Unlike last season So we're going to touch on that In just a second Let's do one more on the phones though Danny is in Airdrie Hi Danny Hi there Pano How's it going? Take it away No bad It's just uh, My calls are out Just uh, two calls previous we talk about the manager, the new manager of Shelley, mm-hmm. and you're saying that they were talking to Roy Keane, Eddie Howe, and all the rest of it, right? But why have they not got them? They're available now. Why is there no one in place? Well, my opinion, I always thought this was going to happen, but I, I even just get told there from an inside source, well, oh. see inside, the next player, that the reason being why they're taking so long on appointing a new manager is because obviously we're waiting on your man coming for the rugby and we're waiting on Steve Clapp after the Euros and according to my sources like 100% Steve Clapp's going to be the manager are you going to, get, are you going to name him? are you going to name your source? oh no 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 let's not be naming sources no don't you listen to him Danny no no that, no I can't do that what I can do is I say he's an ex-player for the late 80s early 90s oh I thought it was going to be Mark Wilson there when he no. said it was an ex-player <laughs> Because I thought, listen, after hearing his fake adverts at the weekend, I wouldn't well, trust anything I, I, he said. I think Mark Wilson was um, on a, a podcast of his today saying the appointment would be within days. <laughs> he's full of it, this guy. Him, him and Danny have got their wires crossed. Anyway, well, Dan, Danny, we. 100% Danny. Danny trusts his source, Roger, and we're Celtic are waiting on Steve Clark after well, the Euros. He, he did nothing to dismiss the speculation, did he, when he was asked about it recently before these three internationals? See my source uh-huh. He actually knew this About Say a month ago And He went And at the time Steve Clark was 20-21 in the bookies And he's getting better As far as I don't know if he better But he's, He kept me the price in him And then Like a week later Steve Clark was the favourite With the bookies And now he's a way back out Please gamble responsibly um, Roger carry on I mean What would that let, let, Let's Let's trust Danny's source then For the next couple of minutes I'll I'll go down that road What would that Look like Is that Is that possible Time wise Is that wise oh, Listen Anything is possible Is it wise then Is it in your mind For Celtic to Have this Overhaul That people are expecting But you're not getting The manager in the door Until I mean we're going to win The Euros So when's the final um, Late June No Well it, it just depends If you are sold On Steve Clark And you believe Steve Clark is the man To take the team forward 
is a few weeks going to make any difference if he's the guy to drive you forward for the next few years? Well, it's not a few weeks because we could be talking now. We could be talking about appointing a manager tomorrow or late June, mid June. But you know, if that's this, not a few weeks. If this is on the cards, then surely he can be directing operations from afar and taking focus away from the Euros. Please, surely not. Well, listen, these things happen, don't they? Football we're talking yeah, about I've seen it before Club manager International manager I think That'll that, go down well I think that Steve Clark Could easily Spend a bit of time Planning I'm I'm not too sure about Danny's I hope 100%. he's spending Every minute Planning the Euros Of course to be yeah, Of course listen That'll be well, Alec Ferguson went to Took Scotland to a World Cup oh. While Aberdeen manager the um, what was it? Was it the Spain manager? The last World Cup ended yeah. up resigning on the the eve of the tournament because it was announced that he was going to become. Yeah. Um, was it the Real Madrid manager? Yeah, Lopetegui. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I digress. Uh, Danny, would you be happy with that? With Steve Clark? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. I would take Steve Clark over to the rest of the candidates. That's. Getting fired about names that are getting fired about. See, what, Danny, what, what interests me there is you, uh, as a Celtic fan, you're saying, yeah, she'd be happy with that. And yet, Steve Clark's coming in for a bit of criticism for being negative and first half, and he never opens up. With the Celtic fans, when everyone gets back in the stadiums, 60,000, because that is Steve Clark's style of play. You know, uh, uh, he is, well, well, yeah. would I know it, you could say it's if you're the dominant team or yeah, one of the well, dominant teams, the richest with all the. Well, I think the always, I think as a manager, you always have your your sort of game plan there, and he would be very hard to beat because he'd have the probably the better players. Um, but the managers not just majors. try and adapt to what they've got. I mean, all, all the managers that are so called hard to beat, they probably they wouldn't set up that way if they took over Man City, would they? Well, we've got very attacking players in the international side, Gordon. Some people still blame them for being uh, yeah. negative I mean, against Israel teams that people yeah, are saying, saying we should beat. Okay, Danny, you need to come back on here if this source comes good. And in fact, if he's proven wrong, either way, you need to come back on and front up. I'm a first time caller, by the way. Yeah, well, last time. You no, know, you'll be back, Danny. <laughs> I'll be phoning you. <laughs> that was Danny in Airdrie, 01419511025. Now, you're right, might remember. Uh, a couple of weeks ago We had George Fraser Chairman of the Scottish Lowland League On the phone And we said at the time It's going to be one to watch With interest We would stay in touch With George uh, And indeed we have Because there's been A big development on that George how are you Thanks for joining us Again so soon No problem at all Gordon Thanks for having me on We now do have The the answer essentially George to the questions That we were asking A couple of weeks ago And that is that The Lowland League And the Highland League Incidentally But f- for you the, yeah. the Lowland League c- Cannot continue Will not continue and the the decision has been taken to give Kelty Hearts the, the top spot, if you like. Just tell us a little bit about what went into that. Yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a process, Gordon. As you know, I think I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that, you know, continuing our season wasn't possible due, due to the prohibitive costs of uh, the, the PCR testing mm-hmm. for our clubs at our level. So that forced us into a position, you know, where, you know talks with the SFA and, you know, uh, and, and the government to, you know, to try and find a way by that. When it became clear we couldn't, uh, we had to look, you know, forward and how, you know, we would best promote uh, our, our champion club to the the pyramid playoffs. And uh, we arrived at the decision, you know, again following advice and following talks with the SFA that this would be really the only way that we could do it is to call the league on our points per game basis. And what was the the, the, the voting? Sort of outcome, if you like, everyone in favour of that. Was there a few that, that weren't so sure? 
No, I mean, yeah, we, we the, as a board, we sent uh, a proposal to the clubs last Thursday uh, and asked them for their views <clears throat> and any other options that any club could come up with. Uh, you, know, you know, for us, it was a pretty black and white matter. There was only really two choices. We had nine clubs, uh, 12 clubs responded in total. Uh, nine were for the proposal and three, three were against it. So, yeah, it's a, a clear majority in, in, a, in, a, in a League of 17. I mean, I think everyone obviously acknowledges this stuff, George. It's really difficult. It's not. It's not ideal to have to do this. I think thirteen games gone. Your Highland League yeah. counterparts have had a bit more um, criticism, scrutiny. I don't know because Brora have only played three times. Is there a number of games that you would have been uncomfortable with? Are you happy to say that thirteen is a is a good enough representation? I don't know what what would that threshold have been for you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we, we said at the start of the season, they are missing me not to mention that the board uh, and as a league, we said, you know, we would like to get to 50% of the games, uh, you know, and if we couldn't, we would have to declare the season null and void. Mm-hmm. However, that was on the understanding <clears throat> if we got to 50% of games, we could still put forward a champion into, into the playoff. That position uh, then altered, uh, you know, after talks with the SFA and it became clear that, you know, if we wanted to put a, a club forward, we would have to look at, you know, going down another route within our rules, which, you know, uh, allows us to do points per game, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, listen, it's not it's not ideal in any circumstance, Gordon, but there's no there's no actual set rule with a, a set percentage that would, you know, give us give us a cause to do that, you know. So, yeah, listen, it, it's, it's it's one of these things. Kelty, I think, have played forty one percent of their games. You know, so it's it's a, it's a reasonable number, I think. Yeah. George, it's Roger. How are you? Hi, Roger. Oh, very well, thank you. Good. I noticed quotes from the Brora manager, Stephen Mackay, today, and he, he was talking, admitting he's a bit embarrassed that Brora have been handed a Highland League title when they've played three games, and I think Strathspey hadn't played any games. But he felt that there was almost a sort of natural justice there because of what happened to Brora and what happened to Kelty last season. And he feels now there's an increasing burden of pressure on Hamden to say they will go ahead with the playoffs no playoffs last summer as you said there should be playoffs now between doesn't matter how they, how they were crown champions they've been crown champions Kelty from your league Brora from their league and they should finally be given the opportunity to play off and then play the bottom team in league two do you, do you, do you agree that there is pressure building on Hamden to, to say that there are going to be playoffs? Yeah, that's the bottom line for us, Roger. Uh, you know, we we've put forward two clubs uh, from within our rules, uh, within you know what we you know the scope that we're able to use the rules to. So we've put forward two clubs to to go to this playoff, and absolutely, you know, we are adamant, and we will you know take you know we'll go all the way with this. I think you know it's fair to say you know we're, we're adamant that this these games must take place now. You know, for for it to be maybe you know. Couple of two years in a row wouldn't be the greatest. Last year, you could maybe look at last year and say, okay, there was no playoffs at all, even within the interdivisional playoffs in the SPFL. However, there's plans for that this year. So, you know, if those playoffs can go ahead, I see absolutely no reason why the the pyramid playoff can't go ahead. Have you been getting optimistic noises on this, George? I know you won't maybe have been able to get the, you know, the the kind of final say that you're looking for. Are you are you confident that that's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, I have to say, Gordon. I mean, the SFA have been really supportive uh, with us over this. You know, uh, the, the, the the other issue is, of course, it's okay. The SFA being supportive, it still has to go through uh, 
the SPFL uh, and their board and clubs, etc. But you know, all I can, what I can say is the SFA have been really supportive uh, with us so far in our stance with us. And last season there was a bit of controversy about voting, um, the SPFL votes and the role yep. you know Breaking City had in that. Is there any comfort, you know, this season that what happened last year won't be repeated? Yeah, I mean, I think it's difficult to say, but I mean, obviously, the, SA, the sorry, the SPFL is a members organisation, and ultimately, you know, their clubs decide what what goes on in that league. Uh, you know, we, we haven't really had any in-depth uh, discussions with the SPFL up to now about this. We have made representation to them of you know, to give them notice of our intentions, uh, but there's a wee bit to go with that. I mean, they've, they've just started mm. back as well, Roger, and you know they've, they've got a few and games to play before they get to that stage. You see, you put forward two clubs. I mean, on the table, could there be reconstruction? You look at a ten-team mm. league two at the minute. There's talk of Rangers yeah. and Celtic coach teams. I mean, could, yeah. could you see a redraw where perhaps two Lowland League teams, two Highland League teams, and two coach teams get added to an expanded SPFL even? Well, I think you know it's been it's been well stated that you know that was that that's the original plan that was out there you know to to increase uh, to forty eight teams uh, with sixteen in Division Two, uh, and part of that proposal was two teams from the Lowland League, two from the Highland, and the two Colts teams. Uh, you know those talks are still ongoing. You know so there's no clarity on that as yet, and uh, I'm not sure you know what direction that will go in. You know it's it's still very much <clears throat> uh, up in the air at the moment. So. You know, but time is marching on for that, of course, as well. I mean, Roger George is very honest in saying that in many ways the priority is to kind of right some of the wrongs from last season yeah. and make make sure that 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 doesn't happen again. You, you can see the other side of it, where awarding a title on after three games is, I mean, is miles away from what we would have ever expected to be to be possible. And fine, you know, if, if that is the priority to right the wrongs from and last season, then that that's why it's done. Yeah, if you take that, yeah, if you take it in isolation and say somebody's going to get a league title after three games, it's laughable. Stephen Mackay himself said it's ridiculous, it's embarrassing. But I think you do. Does that sit well with you, given what happened last season, or do well, you still I, think I, it's? I think you have to set it against what happened last season. There is, as George will say, there was a, a real feeling of um, unfairness. Um, there was a grievance from the Highland League and from the Lowland League. Those clubs fought long enough to have a pyramid system in Scottish football, to have the opportunity to be ambitious with the ultimate goal of getting into the senior leagues. That was denied them last year. Um, and I think that there's a feeling within the Highland League as a whole and the Lowland League as a whole that Brora and Kelty deserve the opportunity. The one that was denied them last year, they deserve the opportunity to at least get a chance At least get a game At going up uh, George thanks again for joining us uh, You never know We might be doing this again sometime soon Anytime Gordon Good man thank, thank you. you That was George sure, Fraser George. Chairman of the Lowland League Big big deal that In the sense that people are going to look at you know Three games particularly Highland League And that will raise eyebrows But as Roger says When you add it to the context of last season um, maybe a bit of support there uh, It's now Wraith 2 Dunfermline 1 And I've got to say What an advert for the championship this game is It's brilliant Gordon uh, I've played in many of these games uh, And the quality so far What 35 minutes on the clock Has been absolutely excellent Two sides that are willing to get the ball down And play some real silky stuff Wraith's second goal is, As much mm. as the first one was very very good Terrific goal for Wraith Yeah for anyone who thinks That this level of Scottish football Is about booting the ball up the park Switch this game on Wraith Rovers two goals Have been magnificent 
And Dunfermline's wasn't bad either Wraith 2, Dunfermline 1 Right, any more on this teaser? Yeah Alan McGregor must be one Yes, Roger uh, Neil Sullivan Yes, that's a good start We'll get the rest of them next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final parts of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Biel and Roger Hanna are here Still time for you to get a call in So if you fancy it, let's hear you 01419511025 We are, as always, over there on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Here's the teaser for tonight Mikey Burns has sent it in And a big thank you to Mikey for that But housekeeping, as always If you want to hear your question used Full time at Clyde1.com That's where you send it So Mikey says Can you name the 10 Scottish goalies To have played in the English Premier League uh, Clyde1HQ's resident goalkeeper Gavin Pearson has been in touch He's sent a, a decent list in yeah, He's doing a bit better than you two I must say Although you're not too far off You've got Neil Sullivan Craig Gordon yep. David Marshall Andy Gorham Any more? Brian Gunn Oh that's a good shout from you Yes did you um, have McGregor in there as well? Yeah, we got him. Yeah, McGregor. Got him. Let's see what's on Twitter. Amanda Rankin has thrown two names in. I think one of them is right, Amanda. What about uh, Neil Alexander? That's the one that Amanda's thrown in that it's is wrong. not right. Oh, didn't he play in the top flight? He also went to Crystal Palace, did he not? Mm, when he, he left did. Rangers. I'm not sure he played but for I'm Palace. Assuming, I'm assuming he didn't. John McIlvaney sent a few in. What about uh, Jonathan Gould? Yes, that was Amanda's other one. So how many have you got left? Three? Three ah, I think we'll leave it there then, won't we? See if you can get them between now Oh, another goal And the it's end of the season goals at Star Park yeah. My bike plane Wraith three Dunfermline one Straight Is that Lewis Vaughan's second? second of the game he's What not, a game this is He hasn't scored in two and a half years He's a terrible uh, uh, One and a half Shit. years, sorry He's had a terrible time with injuries And um, Oh, oh, oh Ford Williams has had a terrible time with a free kick Oh keeper Oh dear yeah oh, Well we praised the first two goals Outsta- didn't we? He was outstanding at Dundee at the weekend Kept the score down He was superb for Dunfermline That is not one he'll want to see back Missed it completely Yeah probably not And you know I'm, I was just thinking I'm going to Livingston and Wraith in the Cup on Saturday And what I've seen oh, so far be good. The evidence, I can't wait to hear you there The evidence oh, I'm glad there's not a crowd there I wouldn't get in um, I'd have been getting selfies and everything But the crowd there Sorry, the crowd there the, the standard there so far I've watched Wraith Has been absolutely terrific been a terrific game I can fully understand Why you asked Alison If you could go to Livingston Wraith at the weekend If this is the football mm. they play I know you're desperate To go and see them I can't decide What I'm more looking forward to Hearing if you've successfully Managed to set up The equipment on your own Yeah Or hearing you trying to Pronounce some of the names In the Wraith Rovers team <laughs> Listen, you're way ahead Just let them get Let them find the stadium first, first. Right, yeah. okay, yeah Let them get yeah, the to the Tony Macaroni The stadium is a difficult one for me I do what I think you should do Cash for kids Bike Kit in the rucksack Oh, on the bike That's a long way Body warmer on the, Listen I'm struggling to find it with Saturn I've never owned a bike Motherwell of Livingston That's not too bad is it? No A man of your capabilities It's very difficult when you go off that motorway To try and find no, I stadium. think you could do that Football traffic gives it away sometimes right enough But I always go for the hospital It's always next to the hospital Wraith Rovers 3 Dunfermline 1 Let's bring in Davey Who's in Lanark What's on your mind tonight Davey? Uh, it's a bit of a suspension for the uh... The five Rangers players. Um, yes. The they say they got six. Was it six games and two suspended? Is that right? Well, four, four and two suspended. You know, I think that's a wee bit because the other two got seven. Yep. You know, I think that's a wee bit harsh in the other two. Um, 
Yeah, I take it you do. Nah, I think it's should have been the same. Like you know, I, I know they'll be thinking they had done by Roger. In on one hand, I'm a bit reluctant to speculate because we probably shouldn't. Ah, but why not? It's it's, t- it's ten to eight. Yeah, and well, I, listen, I, I, we don't we don't know. As we said at the top of the show, we mm. don't know what mitigation mm. was offered. We don't know the what, circumstances. What could that look like then for people who are like Roger? What are you on about? They've, there's like a COVID breach is a COVID breach. Why were they not the same? And again, I don't want to take this too seriously because we we can't really speculate. But I don't know. Throw something at me. What what might that have been? The the number of people at the gathering, it could uh, possibly uh, the number of people. The, it could be the length of time that were there. It could right. have been. I don't know whether evidence was gathered from the police at the two different events. I don't, really don't know what sort of you know evidence has been put there. What mitigating circumstances? Whether you know breaches were initially admitted. Mm. Whether they weren't admitted. There can be all manner of factors in the decision making process. But I think. You know, any argument for a one-size-fits-all sanction of, say, you're getting four games and that, I, I don't think that mm. works because we're still finding a feat in these COVID times and I think it's right to look at each breach on their own individual circumstances. Do you think that'll hit a couple of those players hard, Davey, given that with the season coming to its conclusion, I'm thinking Patterson, Zungu, Bassi, might have been a perfect time for them to, to get some minutes? I know you've you've got the maybe ten games minimum, like so. But the other two, as I say, Edmison and Jones, like no, they they get two, they get two suspension with the Rangers, like on top of whatever you know the seven games. That's what I'm coming for. <laughs> I mean, uh, not, no, I don't, I'm not sure. Actually, no, not Stephen, Stephen Gerrard made a point at the time that the five apologised that internally. They were treated the same. Were treated exactly the same, and that as means the two I, had previously. I assume been. that means the fine and the amount yeah. involved. Yeah, I took that to mean that. Yeah. Um, one day we'll we'll be done with this stuff, Gordon, and Hopefully, we can we Gordon. can get back to complaining about the length of ban that players got for tackles and being Diving. daft on the pitch. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get back to that at some point <laughs> as well. Uh, Davey, I I don't think you'll be alone. Some people are wondering why, and unfortunately, we weren't there. It's, it's sort of hard to. Um, to, to put an exact answer on it But thanks for getting in touch tonight That was Davey in Lanark um, Gordon We have argued with Mark Wilson about this many times mm-hmm. People want to always compare apples and apples But yeah. y- you, you can can't see both sides of the story Gordon You really can Because if I'm sitting there And I breach the rules And I've got a seven game And then you see Three or four months down the line Whatever mm. it may be Time span down the line, line And they get six with suspended four you can see the arguments, yeah, but I mean, you Roger's can... right. You've got to look at mm. what was said in the meeting, what the sort of uh, evidence was thrown in there, what everybody had their point of view mm. on it, and then they've come to a decision. You've just got to accept it. I mean, Roger, you go back through them all, don't you? And you would drive yourself nuts trying to compare them. Volleyball and golly was three matches with a further two suspended, I think. Yeah. Now, he's the only one that left the country, and I think, and he, he didn't notify the club and came back into the bubble, so to speak. Um, the Aberdeen eight, they didn't get any immediate. It was it was three suspended. Yeah, yeah, but then again, you, you have you, to remember though that the government rules. That, that's have what I was going to say. Because you know, th- right they, throughout this that, pandemic, that's what I was going to say. The goalposts are always shifting yeah. because the Aberdeen eight were were in a bar. But remember, people people were allowed to go to bars then. Yeah. Obviously, the bar was open. Um, and we are not entirely sure how much that stuff would get taken into account. Do you think it? Do you think it does? Oh, I think the I think the circumstances, yeah. yeah, would need to be taken into account, Gordon. Definitely. Um, half time in this game, good game, great, game great first half, fantastic. Wraith worthy of their three-one lead. We're, we're just going to dash home and watch the second half, and we'll have to abandon plans to go to Fun Hill. 
Yeah, I would love to. I'll tell you what, Farhill at Forfar are leading Partick one goal. They to are nil. Partick Thistle fans. A great result at the weekend. So they but... will not be happy. But I've got to say, you know, sometimes you go out, Gordon, and you watch the Championship and you think of the standard and everything. All credit to both sides tonight. I think the football's been excellent, and it's one of those games that even I would go. And, well, I wouldn't need to pay again there because I've got a stat job there, but. I would pay to watch it. It's fantastic. Did you enjoy them at the midweek nights at Starks Park? I used to love a Wednesday night, Roger, yeah. under the floodlights. Uh, why why, why a, specifically a Wednesday? Because it was grab a granny at Jackie uh, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know something? Not a true or worse. I knew there had to be some sort of non-football related <laughs> reason. Because I thought, what's the difference between a Tuesday game and a Wednesday game? Uh, and now I know. Ah, uh, Tuesday was better. I'm sorry that I asked. Yeah, Tuesday was better. There's no point kidding on. It was different than back in those days, Gordon. You went up. No, don't, foot, do you know what don't, just don't, fin- don't, don't finish that sentence Because you'll just get yourself in trouble <laughs> And relax That's all I say There is two minutes of the show to go You've you've made it this far Yeah Don't Don't do it Right Okay What I will say is I have been to Kirkcaldy with this man And it is like royalty It is ridiculous what goes on When you go to Kirkcaldy with Gordon Dale <laughs> I, was, I was thinking what member of the royal family And now just let's oh, No, no, let's, let's, no just, let's move on um, to the full time I, please. Absolutely um, yeah, please do. Um, there was a joke forming in my head, and then you know what? You just stop yourself then? and think. Yeah, I think nah, that's, well that's, that's, that's not going to work. Uh-huh. In the nightclub, nah. Like um, anyway, we're just seeing those goals again. Terrific um, standard of football from Wraith Rovers in the first half. If you've not had the chance to check them out, please do. Uh, once you're finished with us, of course. Right, the full time teaser. Can you name ten Scottish goalies that have played in the English Premier League? Thanks again to Mikey for sending it. And let me remind you one more time, full time at Clyde1.com if you want to submit your own question. Kirsty McFarlane, some great names. What about Paul Gallagher? She's thrown in there. Well, by the way, that is the first on Kirsty McFarlane's list. Unfortunately, you're both wrong. Oh. I should point out she's got loads of other ones correct. Conroy, well done you, sir. You've got a few. Jim Layton's not on it because the time frame's a little bit off. What Has Samson ever been capped? What do you mean? Craig uh, Samson? Yeah. They don't have to have, what well, about They don't have to have been a capped Former Sterling goalkeeper Played at Everton Ian Turner Brilliant How good is that Ian, Ian Turner. Turner Yeah I'd never got that And is there an ex-Motherwell goalie there oh, I was hoping to see if Gordon would get this Because we could be here Until Christmas Day And he would not get this Scott Howie Ah you could have been here To Christmas Day I would not have gotten that Scott Howie What a blast from the past that is <laughs> Two appearances for Norwich Back in the early 90s Yep Don't remember it no No I don't remember Scott Howie Yeah I remember I think there was a sort of Orange and black Mad design Motherwell goalie top At the time And that you know Bugged my parents Into getting it Who did the Motherwell manager Be then Alec McLeish Yeah Yeah, I'd say so yeah Right Uh, right, you've got One more One more I thought we'd got them all And I must say right I think Scott Howie Ian Turner Brian Gunn No I think you've got The hardest ones What about Jordan Archer No I think you've got the hardest ones Because this guy played For one of our biggest clubs And Not that long ago Must be an obvious one does Well I mean it's not I would go Rangers It's not in the Alan McGregor Craig oh. Gordon obvious But it's Oh yeah. it's Rangers then I'm, go- I'm going Rangers well, Hurry up then uh, I'm, going to, I'm going through the goalkeepers He's about to hit me with Stefan Kloss isn't he Roger no, I can sense it I can see it coming I'm struggling but it's a Rangers Is he, is he, is he one of the Irvin Klosses? Come on Roger help me out It's Rangers I don't, but I can't remember who it is right, I'll give you his English team you'll nail it straight away Let's see who, who a race between the two of you right? I'll admit it. It. 
Is it near me? Are you joking me? <laughs> I don't know. Shh, you are, you are, you, can we extend the show? What, what is it? Oh, you're at it. You're absolutely. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> nah, no way. Go right. on, Gordon. Go on. Rangers. <laughs> and Blackpool. Oh, Matt Jilks. Matt ah, Jilks. I wouldn't have got that. Hannah wins again. Oh, he's not Scottish yet. Very good. Right. Thank you, Gordon DL. Uh, he almost he actually was quite convincing there. Ah, right. uh, thank you, Gordon DL and Roger Hannah, for joining me on tonight's show. Uh, thanks for all your calls and tweets. We really do appreciate it more and more every single night. Uh, Johnny Campbell is up next. He'll look after you. It's Stephen McGinn and Andy Halliday for you tomorrow. So we'll see you at six.